All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Heather Remchuk. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. Game day. He is dumb, that was so, dumb as shit. He is so <laughs> proud of himself. That was top secret. I walked in here and he said, I'm going to need your mic for the lead. Well, there you go. You saw it's it. a game day. Sure. for giant game day. Welcome Back. into Oilers nation every day live from the sports closet studio. <laughs> um, oh yeah. This was a lead prop the other day. We didn't know what we were going to do. This four I, you minutes know what? The show. I like it. I applaud the creativity. Yeah, you don't let me shit on you. Don't, like, don't let it happen. Sure. for giant game day, which means Jay is joining myself and Liam for the program. Finally, after, after three days off, well, it feels like it was a week All off. the days. Yeah, I mean, you're all hyped up off the heels of a Heritage Classic, and they make you wait till Thursday for the next game? Come on, NHL schedule makers. No, I actually think it was good. Okay. Because this is what happens. We whooped Calgary's ass in the outdoor game. That happened. Fact. Then we got to have our team Halloween party to continue that gelling. Mm-hmm. Yep. That chemistry forming, get those neurons and that's not chemistry. Uh, get those whatever bonds connected. Mm-hmm. I think they just called bonds. Bonds. Yeah. 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 Also, yeah, I went all cranial there for a second. To continue the good vibes, Sam Gagne is back. Well, Third stint with the Oilers. It seems like it was planned. It's like, it we're not going to bring Sam up here until we're like good enough for Sam. <laughs> it's go time. Thoughts? Although it would have been cool to have him up for the Heritage Classic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But Adam Ernie deserved one more chance. <laughs> <laughs> Says who? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Me, I guess. Um, lots to get to today on the show. Uh, we're going to have our game notes. We're going to have our lineup report. Also, Taylor Baird is going to swing by. She covers the Dallas Stars for NHL.com and Defending Big D. It's a big sports day in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Stars oh. game day. Rangers are World Shout Series champions. Rangers. 
That's Did you Dallas, know? So, Arlington, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Oh, it's the second metropolitan area <laughs> to have a championship in all four major sports. Well, it's the first Boston. Nope. What? What? Uh, the Patriots technically don't count. They're too far out of the Boston what area. The so oh. who's the first one? Uh, LA. Represent. Uh, that LA. <laughs> That's at least what a tweet I saw said. Uh, oh, believe, believe everything, believe you, everything see you see on X. Oh, sorry. Boston and LA. They are the third. Oh, I'm sorry. They did crazy. count the Patriots. Um, Tyler, correct me if I'm wrong, <laughs> but we haven't had a sports equinox yet this year. And we won't have one now because no, we the Rangers Monday. had Monday. one the other day. Was Monday, it Monday? Monday there was football? Was, yeah. There, okay, there was, yeah. Monday okay, so football. there we go. We got one. Right. I was a little upset that I was going to get robbed tonight no. of all four major sports, but um, anyways, I'm not a Texas guy. We're going uh, to get set for tonight's matchup against the Dallas Stars. Taylor will let us know what's going on. Everything Dallas. But first, our giant question for this game day. Jay, we gave our thoughts on it yesterday. Mm-hmm. What would you be doing with the lines with Sam Gagne back in the mix? Are you going him and Ryan as the extra skaters, or are you maybe looking to split those two up? That's not a lot of speed if you're going to play them together. <sighs> well, you don't want to mix up that third line that we love so much that doesn't score. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't move him up into the top six. <laughs> no. So then he has to stay put on the fourth line, and you just have Connor center them. He can be the speed. My thinking yesterday was you play them as the third line, Ryan and Gagne with McLeod, and you have Holloway and Brown be your extra forwards. And that way they always get minutes with McDavid or Dreisaitl. I think that's actually way better. Yeah. yeah. The more I slept on it, I wrote it on a piece of paper, put it under my pillow yeah. and slept on it. And yeah, through yeah, osmosis, get, it leaked into my brain. Give, even those, more. Like give those third line guys a shot with McDavid. Connor Brown's been... Playing better and better and better. I think you got to put him in a spot to succeed. And I'm not 100% sure if that's with Ryan McLeod right now. I agree. I think Ryan McLeod is struggling to create offense at the moment. Mm-hmm. And I think if you put him between Sam Gagne and Derek Ryan, it's at least two intelligent players who can maybe put him in good positions mm-hmm. to succeed. And then he's the speed and it's like a little bit more control on the line. That third line of Brown, Holloway, and McLeod is just who can skate harder. Yeah. Like it's just skating. I do really Which like it. It's not bad. No, yeah, it's not sprinkled bad. in a little scoring. Yes. That would be, be ideal. Yeah. Over on the YouTube chat, which is brought to you by Finning Cat. Finning Canada is your local dealer for cat equipment. Built to handle work in Western Canada for heavy equipment for the job site. Visit the cat rental store, chat with the knowledgeable staff, and get what you need by parts, rental tools, power solutions, and more all at Finning Cat. Uh, Daki was in with the first comment of the day. Said, can't believe we get to see another eight point night for Gagne. All jokes aside, I hope the boys do well. He's got a JBC riding on it. Oh, yes. A lot on Smart. The I haven't had lunch yet. Smart man, Daggy. So that made me hungry. I'm also very hungry. Wendy's right room? Uh, Dangerous Wade is in the Gordon. chat and says, Aaron looks like yeah, a divorced that. dad who only coaches his kids' <laughs> softball se- team to see them. <laughs> so that is very funny. <laughs> I laughed very hard at that. Posh but fair. Yeah, fair. It's also shout yeah. out all my teams. Yeah, I, I I get it. I get the comment. Uh <laughs> I see it. Yeah, me too. You also look like a part of the Ted Lasso coaching staff. Yeah, you oh, that's a compliment I'm willing to take. Yeah. So that's thank you, Jed. Yeah, you're welcome. 
Christopher Palmer is in. Still need to know if I can get into the nation vacation without flights. He wants to come join us in Phoenix. We do have the trip officially launched up at nationgear.ca. As far as ticket only or whatever, I think we're still maybe waiting a little bit on that. We're, um, you know, I, any DM me on Twitter. Okay. We're, uh, sorry, on X. Uh, we are looking into what we can do. Um, and we will get back to you, my good friend. If you missed it yesterday on the show, our second nation vacation of the year is officially live brought to you by our friends at Alberta Blue Cross and their travel insurance. We are heading out to Phoenix, Arizona, February 18th to 20th, right in the dead of winter. We're going to go heat things up a little bit and watch some hockey at the mullet arena. Hello. We're, we're staying in Scottsdale hot and we're going to the mullet arena. Awesome. All four of us will be there. Hot. <laughs> yes. Very hot. Tub. Very hot. Hot. Hot cool. tub. Going to be hot. Cool party. Yes. Yes. Bud Light sodies. Everyone get a soda in you. No. Okay. Uh, $19.99 (laughs) is the rate for double occupancy. That gets you two nights at the Embassy Suites by Hilton and Scottsdale Resort. Transportation to and from the airport and premium game tickets in the den for Edmonton Edmonton versus Arizona. There's not a bad seat in that house, but the den, I think, is where the vibes are at. That's what Mm -hmm. we picked there. And also, Liam and I were doing like a cost breakdown of this the other day. The rides to and from the airport in Phoenix. That right there is like when you consider what you'd have to pay in an Uber, that's probably like 150 bucks in value right there. You factored that in? I, I absolutely yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, like, but, but, but how did you like find the, the rate? We guessed. Go on Uber and look it up. <laughs> no, well, we guessed. Did you? Okay. That's, that's, <laughs> guessed. I'm impressed. Nationgear.ca, this thing is going to sell very, very fast. And hopefully by that point, the Oilers are going to be above 500. <laughs> Well, if they're not by that point, I think we're in trouble. I have <laughs> a take I would like to throw your guys' way to get your thoughts on it. The Oilers' schedule over the next couple of weeks here. They obviously get Dallas tonight, a matchup against a very difficult opponent. Well, Who played last night? Minute. Played last night. That is worth noting. Saturday, 1 o'clock at home against the Preds. They can beat the Preds. Well, they, they, yes, they can. I was looking at the schedule. We play the Preds at home twice this year. Yeah. Both in the afternoon. Yeah. Really? It's weird. That is weird. After that, you go Vancouver, San Jose, Seattle on the road. Not the world's most difficult road trip. No. Islanders at home on the next Monday. Kraken on the 15th and Edmonton. And then a couple days off before you get the bolts. So you have really after tonight against Dallas, you're going to go six straight games. None of them are against elite, elite teams. Vancouver might have something to say. about. They're a paper tiger. They're fake news. Oh, but yeah. and there's no way you lose to him three times, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, math is on our side. So okay. that's good. Right Check now, so. the Oilers are two, five, and one. Mm-hmm. Give me a percent chance because I think it's a lock that by the time they play the Bolts on the 18th, they're back at 500. And how many games are played again? Seven. So can Seven. they go five and two over this next stretch? Dallas, Nashville, Vancouver, San Jose, Seattle, New York, Seattle. They're gonna go six and one. You're you're that high on it. They're gonna go six and one. They're gonna win tonight. They're gonna have one mistake uh, somewhere in the mix against a team. Maybe they should win. Better not be San Jose. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they'll win the rest. Okay, so I think they'll beat Dallas tonight. Yeah, I think they'll beat Nashville. Is Vancouver on the road or at home? Road. We're gonna be there. Oh yeah, we are. We gonna be there don't have Monday. tickets, but we will be there. <laughs> you don't have tickets. Okay. Anyways, I'll say they'll win that one. 
Yeah. Or at least get an overtime point, whatever. Yep. San Jose, they'll win, so that's four. I think they'll lose one of those Seattle games. Yeah. I'll say six and one. Yeah, I have them as beating Dallas, Vancouver, and San Jose, splitting the Islanders, Preds games. I feel like one of those teams is going to sneak one out, splitting the Seattle games. You're five and two. It's November 18th. You are at that point, seven, seven, and one on the year. And I think we'd be feeling pretty good about that. How's the uh, goal differential now? Are we back of that? Boy, even yet? Well, still, still probably deeply negative. Three or four under? Five under? <sighs> I went to the wrong page. Oh, we kept losing. Lately. I yeah, know. We, we scored. We, we lost three nothing to the Rangers. We're minus 10. Oh, yeah. So by the 18th, <laughs> but if you go five and two, you should pull back. Win yeah. by two, puck line every win. Three go, three games above 500 in that stretch. Losing, losing a shootout. By San Jose. Does that, does that apply to goal differential? Oh, yeah, that'd be good, too. If you can get a couple blowouts and then just your losses yeah. are tight, maybe by the 18th, they could be back to 500 or San, back to even. San Jose's four games from now, right? Yeah. They'll even it out against San Jose. You think they're just going to beat seven, the nothing. wheels? Yeah, and San Jose don't score goals. They don't know how. Oily Gordo. Yeah, but this is, this is where, like, you know, the Oilers are going to Oiler in San Jose. I'm just uh, worried about it. They can't. San Jose is too bad for the Oilers to oil. <laughs> oh, dude, they're so bad. Like they, they still, score. they might, they only, you know, there's only been one of their games this year where they've scored more than one goal. And how many have they played, Tyler? Like nine, nine. Yeah, it's it's ugly. Um, two we games. love to break streaks. Okay, so they <laughs> lost three one to Washington. They lost three nothing to Carolina. Six nothing. To the lightning. Three, Why is that funny? I don't know, just because they're so bad. Like they had a two-game stretch where they lost nine nothing combined. They lost three one to Florida, five one to Nashville, three one to Boston, six three to the Hurricanes. It must be Ooh. tough to be a, a Finn fan, Sharks fan, and yeah. want to go to see a game live. Yeah, they, they, Mackenzie Blackwood played really well against Vegas in their like second game of the year. Yeah, he stopped like, like 52 50 shots, shots or something yeah. like that. Um, before they still haven't won, right? No, they haven't no. won. So before Edmonton, they oh, get that's... Vancouver tonight, Pittsburgh Saturday. Like, what if they are still uh, winless by the time Edmonton comes? Like, that just scares me. That, that scares really me. I think we're rooting for the Sharks to sneak one of these next three. Yes. Out. Just like I was rooting for Dallas to beat Calgary tonight. So they can just come in and be like, a split in Alberta is good enough for me. They also didn't play that good last night. They gave up. Gave up like forty six shots to the oh, shit. Well, they're really? gonna tighten that up tonight. Are they missing players? No, I think they're like pretty much fully healthy. We'll we'll get more of a breakdown on that game when our uh, guest pops in in about fifteen minutes. But I guess we can kick things off by going through the projected lineups on either side for this evening. Let's start with the homeboys, the Edmonton Oilers. Um, Eleven and seven expectation. No Matthias Yanmark this evening. Mm-hmm. Um, he is still banged up. Would be nice if they could LTIR him and then bring up a player. But I mean, he Coming must up, be close-ish <laughs> to getting back. Uh, McDavid with Fogel and Dreisaitl. Nuge with Kane and Hyman. I know they were doing a little bit of mixing and matching at the last practice. Gregor pointed out that they only had five players wearing the top six white and Fogel wasn't one of them. I think that's a bit of a mistake. I think you leave this top six the way it was last game. Go Dreisaitl, McDavid and Fogel. Boom. And that Kane, Nuge, Hyman line was actually really good. Well, Kane has yep. been showing up. Yep. So, yeah, like if, if that's happening, that line's solid. Yeah, Kane is the hobby of that line, really. If he's rolling, I think it makes life much easier on Nugent Hyman. Yeah. You just need Kane to be Kane, which he's been for like three games straight now. Yeah, and we talked about this on Oilers Nation Radio. Like, part of the reason why I was really hard on him in that in that little slump to start the year is like, 
man, when he's on, he's such a difference Factor. maker for yeah. this team. Like he's without a doubt when he's on, he's their third most important player, man. Like behind McDavid and Drysaddle, it's Kane because if Kane's humming, Hyman's humming, all of a sudden you can. It's much easier to justify playing McDavid and Drysaddle together. Which again, with Connor, maybe only at ninety five percent, not a hundred percent. You probably want to keep this together. They were playing Connor on the wing to start the Heritage Classic. They weren't even playing him down the middle, well, right? Because if it's oblique, man, you don't want him taking face offs. Yeah. So I think Evander Kane is very important, and I think that. The Heritage Classic was a very big step forward from him. He should have his mojo back. Yeah, I, I, I think so too. I think he's been there since Winnipeg. To yeah, be no, no, he's, he's been put in the effort. Like he's yeah. been kind of forcing himself back into his game. Yeah. And, you know, we're starting to see it. Bottom six, Brown and Holloway with McLeod, Ryan and Gagne together. What are your expectations for Sam Gagne, Jay? I- the moon. <laughs> <laughs> It just feels right that he's back in Oilers silks. And I think that's going to have, uh, you know, an impact in the room and the vibes. So, you know, I'm not, is he going to have an 8.9 tonight? I hate to disappoint you. No, uh, but he's going to do something that we're like, that's why Sam's here. Something smart. You know, he's not going to be the fastest guy, but he never was. He's just gonna do. He's just gonna do some improve. Why he needs to. He's be gonna here. draw a penalty. Yeah, he'll draw a penalty. He'll, he'll, who knows, man? He's feisty. I was gonna Fight say, do a scrap. Gagne scrap tonight. Oh, That'd be a good way to get yourself right back in with this fan base. Oh yeah, not that he's out. Gagne goal. Maybe go. Maybe we go to a shootout. Gagne in the shootout. <gasps> there it is. Oh my god! You, know, you, you can't. That gets me too <laughs> you, excited. You know what's coming. That you know would be what electric. Coming. Not gonna stop it. You know what's coming. The sun can do it. Think they'd actually pick him. To do a shootout? Yeah. At home? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Dude, Gagne the vibes. as, as like the second a, a shooter rock. after the Oilers already scored one. Of course, I would like tonight to not go to a shootout. I'd like the Oilers to win this Why one. Why are We'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, maybe I'm just doing Oilers in reg. Maybe. Maybe. Um, Gagne goal. I'm going to see. Uh, I want to see if Betway has it up. I wouldn't blame them if they don't. Sergeant Battle said he bet uh, they Gagne do. anytime goal. Plus, Plus 400. 400. Yeah, oh, jeez. They're giving him a lot of respect. Evan Bouchard is plus 350, which is funny. Uh, Those are the lowest odds amongst Oilers forwards. Bouch, or sorry, Brown, Fogel, New, Time, and Kane, Tricell, and McDavid all above that. So, yeah, if you want to back Sam Gagne to find the back of the net, I just, again, the bar is very low because Adam Ernie was so unnoticeable in his stint here that, like, just recognizing the number 89 (laughs) and being like, oh, yeah, there's Sam and being excited for a shift. good. Yeah, that right there is going to change the perception of this bottom six. I yeah, I I think so too. I I keep thinking about Adam Ernie, which is why <laughs> why because he was just even through the preseason. You like, told him to keep his overalls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is there some remorse there? Is that no, why you're thinking I, about him? I'm thinking like why, why was he even here? Like why? Like because Gagne needed time, but Lane Peterson could have played. Anyone could have played. Brad Malone could have been that guy. Are you but doubting instead, Jay Woodcroft right now? I'm doubting him for that decision. Uh, Holland knew whoever it was. Yeah. It was just like so meaningless mm-hmm. to this whole organization. And no, no offense to Adam Ernie, but like what he didn't do much in the preseason either. We spoke about how Lavoie didn't do enough. Well, Adam Ernie arguably did less and somehow managed to play seven games in the NHL this season for the Oilers. It just still blows my mind a little bit. Hopefully we can just. Get him out. Get past picture. it. And yeah, yeah. Are you gonna get over it? I don't know. I just see. 
We'll see. Still thinking I, about it. I also, I'll just add, I have hope for Sam Gagne. Like oh, I think all he, the hope. Right. Derek Ryan, I'm willing to have some level of patience with. I also don't think it's totally unfair to sit here and say neither of them should hopefully be on the playoff roster. Night one Stanley Cup playoffs. As much as the vibes have gone, you would be great. And I'm willing to leave that door open a crack. I do think improving the bottom six should be a big goal of Ken Holland. Oh, 100%. But I think, well, depending how his regular season goes, but like I could see him being on the playoff roster. I mean, like in, this, in the lineup on the first playoff game kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Gagne and Ryan. I'm saying Gagne. Oh, not Derek Ryan. We'll see. Derek again, Ryan. I'm willing to leave the window guy, open, but, but I just, again, you go around the league, you even look at like tonight and what they're going up against. And maybe this is a good segue into the Dallas Stars line, forward line combos, but like their fourth line, man, they got tied to Landry on there, a former first round pick. Sam Steele is a young NHL player. They got the one vet there in Craig Smith, but like you look at this Dallas bottom six, third line, DeShane, Sagan, Marchman. Like that's a bottom six that can compete. You hold that up next to the Edmonton Oilers bottom six. It's not even close. Yes. Top six, obviously a big edge to Edmonton, but that Dallas top line, I mean, it's one of the best trios in the league. Rupe Hints with Joe Pavelski and Jason Robertson, even on the second line. Rupe Hints. Wyatt Johnson's off to another great start. Jamie Ben's tied for the team lead with eight points. Of Jeez, Tyler, why don't you marry them all? Well, yeah. I'm just saying, like, the Oilers should be trying to improve their bottom six because there's no reason it shouldn't. Oh, we, yeah, we, like, there is stronger rosters out there than us. That's all I'm pointing out. And you're playing one of them tonight in the Dallas Stars. Yeah. It is disappointing to see these teams kind of come in and have such stronger rosters when we all mm-hmm. thought we had so much depth to start the season. Like, it's but, still I love, but I days. love how we thought we had depth. We never had depth. We've kind I of, think it's there. Where's, they, where's the depth? The I mean, depth is condensed in the top six. I, I would. It is. So that, uh, I think so that we, our top six isn't deep enough. No, no, I think no. our if top we have six to is deep, our, but I just don't think so. What I depth? would do. Well, Fogo's playing on the first line right now. Okay. We all thought he was. So if he wasn't there, who should be there? Well, we all thought Connor Brown was going to be. Well, that was a scratch ticket. Connor Brown's not doing anything. I don't think he was a scratch ticket. Yeah. He's a pretty proven 20 goal guy. Yeah. Coming off of two knee injuries. I think there's the potential for depth here. And I'm not willing to write that off. But the potential depth, how? Connor Brown starts to play a little bit better. You move him back into the top six. Warren Fogles, is he not their leading five on five goal scorer right now? Well, like Fogles been like, that's yeah. why Fogles should be. Ryan there, McLeod's like, better than what he's shown. In reality, Fogles a third liner. That's like, what I mean. On a good team. Yeah. So was Connor Brown. Uh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think if he's humming, there's more there. I think you'll, you'll, you'll regret saying that at some point this year. But like, no, he, well, he fits the archetype of a third line guy. Middle six. <laughs> like if, if we're a really good stacked roster, like how you just went through and mm-hmm. just absolutely went and bent the knee to yeah, yeah. everyone on the Dallas stars, uh, <laughs> forward core. Yeah. Like that's where they would put Connor Brown. Yeah. And, and I guess that's where they would, put that's Warren fair. Fogel. So is the biggest need for the Edmonton Oilers going forward? Then is it not to get another top six winger? Well, it pushes, it pushes guys down, pushes guys down, no, right? Because then it's, if it's, could, it's, it's, it's a bottom six and a top six and a defenseman. How can we do that? Can we go shopping? Jeez, that's a lot. You think oh, it's, I a, know. it's a top six winger the Oilers need? Patty Kane? Oh, I, I don't know. A third line center. You can get him for a song. That's what Jay's saying though, right? You need a top six, bottom six oh, and yeah. a D-man probably. That's it. 
That's it. Three pieces away, though. At least we can see it. It's we got there. questions for Frank next trade deadline. Uh, Jay Diz Kessel's out there looking for a contract. League men for 14 goal, 22 assist guy. I don't think Phil Kessel's helping you anymore. I think that ship sailed. I think Patty Kane, if you could get him for 800 grand this year, like, yeah, do that. That'd be good. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Push everybody down a little bit, but it's probably yeah. going to take a trade. And then the only shitty part about having to do that is like, if you're going to go get a forward and a bottom six and a D man, you need to sacrifice both CC and Fogel to have the money to do it. So then, right? Like, I guess I Fogel, you're it's, sacrificing a piece of depth to maybe upgrade your top six. And it's like, oh, damn. It's. Well, it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Well, you could probably work in multiple ways. Like, what if you're able to move Yamark in a deal or something like that, too? I know that's only like one and a half, whatever. Yeah, it is. I see what you mean. I think you keep Yamark and move Ryan then in that instance. Yamark's yeah, is worth it. Just that's the money. I would agree. I would yeah. rather have Yamark over Ryan. Yeah, me too. A lot of people saying Phil Kessel calling him underrated. I, he didn't crack the lineup for the Vegas Golden Knights once in the playoffs last year. Oh, but that was a deep roster. It was a deep roster, but I mean, you're trying to get there for the Oilers, right? So I don't, yeah. I don't think Phil Kessel is really good one. Someone said if you bring in Patrick Kane, it was Loomis. It's a failure. I don't think it's failure at all. I think well, if you why if, if you could be in the mix for Patrick Kane and he's interested in coming here, you absolutely do it. You can't drop a comment like that and then not tell us why. Yeah. Why is that a failure? Why is it a failure to bring in a guy who has three Stanley Cup rings and is arguably one of the greatest American hockey players? Well, Phil has four. Yeah, but Phil Kessel, it was only like two years ago. Patrick Kane was like, I'm saying if we're doing Stanley Cup rings. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I think there are still holes with this team, but I just think like Ryan McLeod is better than he's shown. Dylan Holloway, he's coming. There's ceiling there. Holloway, he's coming. He's coming. And Connor Brown is much, much better than he's shown. He's a more productive player. He always has been in his career. I'm willing to say those three are all better than what they've been the first eight games of the year here. The Oilers' depth has potential. This reminds me of last year where Tyler's like, all we need is just our defense to play better. That's all we need. No, we need a Matias at home yeah, to improve yeah. the situation so they could all be But better. then Darnell Nurse started playing better. Well, exactly. But just yeah. like trying to will them to play better. Naeem says, especially this year, we just have to sign Kane and not get, and it, you wouldn't have to give up a first round pick. Yeah, that's the other thing with Kane, too. It doesn't cost you anything. Although, and I was going to write about this on the site right away, percent chance the Oilers deal their first round pick at this year's deadline? High. 85 to 95%, probably. A million yeah, percent. I'm saying 100. Ken Holland's not sitting on that bad boy. <laughs> no. Well, yeah, this is last year. What the hell does he care? Yeah. Go with a bang, Ken. He 100% wants to go out. With a bang, um, that's probably enough trade talk here. Let's get into our game <laughs> notes for tonight's matchup and uh, get to know these Dallas Stars a little bit. They are six one and one on the year. Hot damn! It's a good hockey team. Three point one three goals per game, sixth best goals against per game in the league at two point five. At five on five, they are basically dead on league average when it comes to shots for and shots against per sixty. Their special teams is an interesting breakdown. on the power play, 31st in the league, but third best penalty kill in the NHL. They're the anti-Oilers. Perfect. Should bode well for us tonight then, shouldn't it? Well, you'd hope. (laughs) Well, we need to stay out of the box. Yeah. Even at 8.7%, I don't care. Because the volume we're taking penalties, that's probably still three power play goals somehow. It's crazy that power play unit is so bad. How is that team with those guys? Pavelski, Hintz, Ben, Robinson, and Heiskanen. Just too many me guys. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Not, not, I don't know. It's also it probably a little bit of bad luck at some point. Like, if you're rolling Jason Rod, like that top line alone, Eight combined points. with Jamie Benn, like, that should be one of the better power plays in the league. Well. Yeah, should yeah, be. should. And the Oilers penalty kill is not paper good. tiger. Eh, no, okay. the Oilers penalty kill sucks. No, their power plays are paper tiger. Oh, the stars. Yes, paper tiger means it's good or it appears good, but it's actually bad. Yeah, exactly. So you think it's worse than this? No, you're saying that they should be better than they are. Yes. Say, so that supports oh, the paper tiger uh, tiger yeah, theory. Yeah, I see what you mean. You're looking Boy. at the paper. I'm looking at the tiger. You used this analogy to start off the show. I know, but I think I used it in a different way. No. I'm so confused right now. You said Vancouver is a paper tiger. Yeah, yeah, I think they are. Well, this would... But they're doing good, and I don't think they're actually good. The star's power... So really paper tiger means they look good on paper, but they're not actually good. Paper tiger means... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know. What else have we got? Whatever. Anything else? Yeah, let's move on. <laughs> I tried. Uh, I thought I could really grab a hold of that. The one. Dallas Stars. Yeah, there's yeah, something there. there was, yeah, you were this close. Uh, the Dallas Stars have had 12 different goal scorers this year. The Oilers have only Two? had. <laughs> the Five. Oilers have only had. You want to take a guess? How many things? Oh, got? well, six forwards. And then Bouchard has a goal. So that's seven. And Daryl has one. Vinny. So that's eight. Nine. I'll go on nine. I feel like I'm missing one. Ten. Ugh. Forwards have been Dry nurse. Fogel. Yeah. Dry Fogel. Dry? No, I miss Nurse. Miss Nurse. Okay. <laughs> Six forwards, four D-men. Um, it is wild that the Oilers have almost had as many D-men score this year as uh, 
Defensive, offensive depth. Nope. That's paper tiger. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They need, they need that. As Jay Woodcroft said, they need that bottom five to get going, man. It is like, again, three, four games of playing good and not scoring is like, okay, like it's coming eight games without scoring. It's like, holy shit. It's a slump. Like you got it at some point now they need like a four or five game heater. Yeah. And I think the excuses are out the window too, because those guys play with McDavid or Dreisaitl fairly often too. And they're still not managing to find ways. Like yeah. Holloway had a great chance in heritage classic and just couldn't get the puck off the ground. Maybe they just need one to kind of get themselves rolling here. But Jay Woodcroft's comments after he sent down Ernie were pretty, uh, pretty out there. Yeah. It wasn't like uh, he didn't mince his words, man. Like, that was a direct shot at all five yeah. of them or four of them, I guess, because Ernie's down. But like that was a message to Derek Ryan, Dylan Holloway, Connor Brown. The only thing that's saving a few of these guys, maybe it's Derek Ryan in particular, is the fact that their cap situation is so bad that they can't healthy scratch anyone. Like you got to play everyone you got right now. So I wonder, I don't want to put this out there too much, but I'm just going to say it. Anyway. Do it. How much longer does Dylan Holloway have? Like if he he's waiver score, exempt and they can send him down and bring up a love. Why he's just got AHL player of the week. Well, it's worth maybe well, getting a look. Yeah. Like you, you know, just kind of rotate them both out. You could do it under the whole. We but I, I hope we can all agree that Lavoie isn't the answer. No, he is not. The answer. Okay. Probably not. Probably not. But I don't like, know. We'll see. I, I, let, let's see what he's got. He's, he's heating yeah. up. He's getting better. He's he's trying to now earn it, which is exactly the way it needs to be. Yeah. All right. Let's get to uh, the Star Mechanical guest line today. We're going to take an in-depth look at the Dallas Star. Star Mechanical, Edmonton's number one plumbing and heating company. If you want to find out more, you can visit them online at starmechanical.ca. Taylor Baird covers the Dallas Stars for Defending Big D and NHL.com. And the Dallas-Fort Worth area is buzzing right now. Rangers World Series last night. And the Stars beat the Calgary Flames. What a night. Is the city on fire or what, Taylor? Yeah, for sure. It's a great time to be a Dallas sports fan. Uh, We haven't had too many days like this, so uh, it's really exciting to be here. Um, The Stars are looking great. 6-1-1 and to start the year. The one thing that jumps out to me is the goals against and Jake Ottinger. He seems to have found a new level this year. Like We're looking at a Vesna caliber season here from Ottinger so far. For sure. Um, he had a surgery in the off season that actually kept him off the ice for a lot of, a lot of his training. Um, and for some reason, <laughs> I guess in Dallas, it's something in the water here. You miss training camp and it all seems to work out just fine. Miss the off season. It all seems to work out fine. Just ask Jason Robertson and Jake Ottinger. Yeah, Robertson didn't come back until like right before. Like, yeah, you're bang on with that one. How much credit does this blue line get, though? I, I look at that group there, like Haskin and skates like the wind. And you look at a few of the other guys, Lindell and Lundquist, like it's a mobile blue line. But then it's got a nice blend with guys like Hawk and Pond Suter. Like on paper, it looks just fantastic. Has it been one of the key reasons Ottinger has been able to have these kind of numbers as well? For sure. They probably don't get enough credit for the work that they do. Um, and then I think it's been helped by Thomas Harley taking his next step in development, Nils Lundqvist taking a next step in his development. Both of those guys have looked really strong out of the gate here. Um, Hawk and Pa and Lindell still have their moments, we'll say. Um, and it's great that they've found Harley and Lundqvist to kind of 
maybe split those two guys up because they got exposed a lot in the playoffs, especially that series against Vegas. So it's been good. And we're starting to see a lot more balanced um, lineup on the back end. So it's been really good. Um, and they've been very strong. And Haskinen is still, I think, super underrated for what he does. And it, and I just keep wondering, when are we going to stop saying he's underrated for, for his game? Yeah. Uh, Wyatt Johnson, obviously unbelievable rookie season, seems to have just hit the ground running again with seven points, plus five on the season two. Is how's he been doing? It seems like he's he's perfectly fine now, and sophomore slump doesn't exist in his vocabulary. Yeah, um, I think some of that might come from watching Joe Pavelski prepare every day. Um, he 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 lived with Pave- the Pavelskis last season and decided to run it back this year. Um, so Pav- Joe Pavelski remains his landlord. Um, but I think watching how he prepares every every game and how he approaches being a professional professional has really rubbed off and he pretty much said sophomore slump what's that so i mean he he was probably the guy during training camp and all through the preseason where i said wow he looks really good consistently um and he's really he's been one of their most consistent forwards while um and even though he missed a lot of training camp because of an upper body injury he's just come back and slotted back in and it's like he never left Oh, perfect. Another guy who missed most of It's great with, uh, with the stars. Last one for me. How's Matt Machine look in, in the victory green? Sorry, oh. guys. I didn't quite catch that one. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was just wondering how Matt Shane's looked early on in the start. Yeah. Uh, Matt Shane um, has also been um, coming around to form. Uh, I think the, the forward group has taken a little bit the time to kind of fully look in sync because Ruby Hintz missed a lot of training camp in the first game of the season because of an upper body injury. White Johnson was out for a little while with an injury. Um, and so the lines were kind of juggled around, but since those two guys have come back and the lines have started to settle, um, he has found some phenomenal chemistry with Mason Marchman to Tyler Sagan. And those three have been on fire the last couple of games they've looked like the top line on the ice most nights um and i think a lot of that has to do with duchene's ability to come in and make those plays and and how he's looked um as a center it's been really good perfect taylor we appreciate the insight thanks for hopping yeah thanks for having me guys anytime there you go taylor baird from uh, nhl.com and defending big d that might be the last time if she does it from her phone like that. Thoughts? Hey, hey, now, come on. No, I think that was actually on our end. I think our connection totally lost. Um, yeah, that was not great connection. Oh, she was great. Yeah, she's good. Yeah, she just needs a different device. At Taylor D. Baird, if you want to give her a uh, follow on Twitter. Um, Oilers stars now. Yeah, you, the Oilers are dodging a bullet, not getting Jake Ottinger. Because that dude looks dialed in right now. Matt, well, I just saw the stats are what? 1.95 goals against and yeah. 939 save percentage. Yeah, flashing back up. Like that is scary. Woo. Do we get Jonathan Quick? We love to. <laughs> oh, I, mean, I got so brand. excited for the last we, game. We like would this. probably put five against Ottinger. That's just the way we roll. I know. Yeah. Um, he hasn't faced Connor McDavid yet this year. That's for, that's for, that for free. <laughs> Scott Wedgwood has appeared in two games this year for the Dallas Stars. He is responsible for their only regulation loss, and he's got an 889 save percentage to go with a 3.54 
goals against average. Uh, he's one of our, us. Our he's one of our of goalies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's uh, get ready for him to stop 46 of 47 and the Stars will win 2-1. Well, <laughs> I, that, that, that fits yeah. in nice to my bet. <laughs> All right, so let's get into it. Courtesy of our friends at Betway, let's get to our uh, betting challenge. The Oilers, they are favorites tonight. So eh, not, it's not exactly stunning, but minus 140. Oh, wow. Uh, can I... That's Can I put something out there again? It's a lot of respect. If you don't mind. Sure. Yeah, Chuck it right out there. Who have the Dallas Stars played this season? Oh, here we go. Okay, so they they lost to Vegas in a shootout. Yep. Uh-huh. That's pretty good. They've beat Anaheim. Uh-huh. They beat Husky. They beat Philly in um Philly beat us all the time. Mm-hmm. They lost to Pittsburgh. Uh, they beat Pittsburgh, who suck. Mm-hmm. They lost Sydney to Toronto, who's very good. Uh-huh. They beat Columbus and they beat Calgary. They've not had like a super difficult schedule. You know what I'm trying to say? I think they were maybe now do us. I didn't mean yeah. they were a paper tiger. I, I, yeah, the Oilers haven't exactly. I was, the yeah, you I'm made a paper saying, comment. Yeah. I was about the blue line. I'm like, yeah, they're a bunch of tigers. <laughs> I'm gonna do it. My thing with is that good teams beat bad teams, so that's what they're supposed to do, and that's what they did. So I go. can't say that they're not a good team because good teams beat bad ones, and that's they're winning. Oilers are plus we'll one ten to win in regulation, and on the puck line tonight, if you're so inclined, plus one fifty five. Yeah, tempting, tempting. Um, Oilers to get 32 shots on net minus 118. I don't hate that spot either. Against that blue line, uh, they just gave they up 46 may- to the Flames. But yeah, the Flames shoot from the that's an anomaly, and that's right. They are volume shooters from the perimeter. Yeah. Uh, so let's get to our betting challenge today. I'm coming off a dub last week against the New York Rangers. Obviously, we didn't have a show yeah. on Heritage Classic Day. Um, Liam. You took your nice little chalky Warren Fogle bet last game, so you got a win as well. You're two and zero. Jay, tough. Ryan McLeod did not score. No, nor did Dylan Holloway, which was your original bet, which wasn't available. <laughs> so zero and three. I'm <laughs> trying to. I'm trying to get that line going. What are you trying to do? Win. Oh, hey, he's up. He's the only one in the positive so far. Uh, Jay, what's your what's your logic here? Oilers money line in the under. Well. Because of that paper tiger blue line. Okay. You know, I feel like it's going to be tough for us to score. Yeah. So if we're going to win, we have to make sure they don't score a lot. (laughs) And last time we played Dallas and Edmonton, I went Edmonton in the under five and a half. I really chased it and won. So I went safe bet this time because I think because it's not on during that, we might pot a few more, but that means like, you know, for the, yeah. for the reasons why you want to marry every single forward on the Dallas Stars, oh, Jesus. <laughs> they are a threat. So under seven and a half is cushy. It's cushy, yeah. but it's paying pretty nice. That is good. That is a good fee. I'm going Oilers money line and McDavid two plus points. That says minus one twenty five. It's actually plus one fifty. It was minus one twenty five. I'm no McDavid two plus points. McDavid one point is minus one twenty five. Was Russian. I know. Oilers to win McDavid two plus points. I think Connor's gonna have a good game tonight. I I think that's a good bet. He, he was moving pretty well in the Heritage Classic. Obviously, the yep. production maybe wasn't necessarily there, but three days off. He's got that dental surgery taken care of as well. Yeah. That's a big thing. That was that was huge. Fresh grill. Yeah, I like McDavid. McDavid comes out full <laughs> diamond grills. That's what his dental surgery was. Or he was seeing James Neal's veneers guy. And he's just going to have this nice, big, clean smile. Either way, I think he's going to have a productive night. I like I like the others to win too, obviously. So I'm doing a little parlay. Liam? Uh, dry two plus points. So you don't trust the others to win tonight is what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Minus 125. Plus 
plus one hundred. Oh, sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one. Even money, and I'll be up three nothing, two and a half units tomorrow. Hey, I don't mind. I don't mind taking the the easy payouts on some of these, but I just think you could have thrown Oilers money line in there. Could have supported the boys. Hit a win. Fair enough. There you go. Shout out to our friends at Betway 19 plus. Please play responsibly. Someone in the chat who's starting in net tonight. It is going to be Stuart Skinner getting his third consecutive start. Honestly, I like this decision. I think it's the right play. I think when you look at the way the Oilers schedule is breaking a little bit going forward as well, you go Skinner tonight. He's the hot hand. You want to keep the good vibes rolling. Keep him going. They also have 14 games, don't they? Yeah, they play a ton in January. So you do have to, or sorry, November. So you do have to split it up at some point. But Saturday, I think no matter what Stu does tonight, Saturday's Campbell's crease. Oh, yeah. Cause it's like 29 hours away. Or yeah. And it's Nashville. He has a good start against Nashville already under his belt. Yeah. And then I would also argue Stuart Skinner's got the 1A title. So he goes, no matter what Soup does against Nashville, right back to Stu against Vancouver. Is it even 1A? Is it not just one? Yeah, it's probably just one and two. I feel like it's one and two right now. But you're still going to split up the starts like 45, 36 or whatever, right? Or 44, 37. Like, yeah. it's not going to be a 50, 32 workload here. But I think if you have a crucial game one night, they're going to tell Skinner he starts over Campbell. Yep, probably. Uh, yeah, but like a must win or a yeah. big game. Against I, a- I really do think like, again, just looking at the schedule that's ahead here, you're probably going with a pretty solid rotation for the next little bit. Like Stu tonight, Jack at against Nashville, Stu against Vancouver, against San Jose, got to be able to start jacking that game, give Stu a little bit more of a rest. And then Saturday, while we are in Seattle, it's Stu. Jack um, almost got the shutout against San Jose last year. That's a good point yeah. as well. Weren't we in Vegas? Yeah, when uh, Jay bet the McDavid hat trick. Yep. And Nuge scored. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and you celebrated. It was very Like funny. you won a big bet. <laughs> well, if that happens. Vegas, okay. baby. <laughs> yeah, Vegas. <laughs> Leon goal on Sunday, and I would have been. I had a nice parlay going. Rusty is in the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Says fourteen games in November. Oilers go twelve and two. Book it. Yep. All right, Rusty. I'm with you. Vibes are high for a team. Vibes are high. Like that was that game couldn't have happened at a better time. Dude, we totally flipped the page. Granted, we beat the Flames, which isn't saying much, but there's just how we did it, and just kind of like. All the kind of like, I feel like the team got together. Yeah. I feel like that weekend, like that actually, you know, that the, the chemistry is forming. We're getting back to our old ways. We weren't playing for one another. It's Heritage Classic, Halloween party, dental surgery. Dental like, surgery. what more do you want? Gagne. 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 Everything's like, coming together right the now. The vibes are high, and I hope they feel that. Little, little Kool Aid. Mm. Oh, mm. it's, it, I'm back to Kool Aid. Yeah. yeah, me too. The Oilers are still technically tied with the Calgary Flames in the standings. <laughs> oh, wait I, wrote, I wrote about that for the site last but night. Like mentally, where we are. Yeah, like it's that. not even close. The Flames are in shambles right now. Talking about Elliot Friedman wrote in his 32 Thoughts piece that uh, the Flames and Hannafin were talking about a deal that would have paid him more than Devin Devon Taves. And now they, put, now they put everything on hold. Well, smart. Yeah, smart. Yeah. Smart yeah. by the Flames. And that's the big thing. Dumb by Noah Hannafin. Yeah. Um, I, with the flames, like you, you can sell Hannafin, you can sell Lindholm, you could sell Tanev at this deadline. Ooh, like you Tanev. could maybe even look to move a guy like Mangiapani, who's got term left. Mangiapani. You could get in the, for those four guys, you're probably getting at the deadline, three firsts 
and two really good prospects, just in aggregate, probably even three or four really good prospects for dealing those guys at the deadline. I don't know why you wouldn't do that. Give yourself a kickstart for the future. And the they other got to bring up Dustin Wolf. I, it's I know just that too. Astonishing. Oh, you trade Vladar too. Probably getting a second round pick for Dan Vladar at some yeah. point. Trade those guys, get a king's ransom of assets. And then you also avoid making the mistake of giving Noah Hannafin or Elias Lindholm like eight to nine million dollars a year. Not that they're not good players. I think they're really, really good players. But the Flames aren't winning a Stanley Cup in the next two seasons. I think you need to recognize that and do what the LA Kings did, which is, okay, we're going to keep some of the core pieces, right? Kings kept Doughty, Kopitar, all those guys, even quick through the, in air quotes, retool. Brown. Brown until he retired. Take a couple of years. Bad contracts go off the books. You don't sign any more bad contracts. Cap goes up, what, probably 12 million in the next two off seasons combined. And if you're Calgary, then you'll have five first round picks getting ready to come into the lineup and you're ready to take a step forward. Because right now, you are so clearly miles behind Vegas, so clearly miles behind Edmonton. You can say the same thing about uh, LA. I would say the same thing about Vancouver. Yeah, I don't know if they're, yeah, like they're behind Vancouver. They're behind, yeah. They're arguably the sixth best team in the division right now. Mm-hmm. Some days, maybe seventh, depending on how the Anaheim Ducks are feeling. Yeah. All right. Uh, elsewhere tonight, the menu around the sporting world brought to you by DoorDash, where you can use the promo code NATION25 to get yourself. Ding dong. 25% off and zero delivery fees on your first order of $15 or more. Nation 25, all capitals, Thursday night football tonight. Oh. Titan Steelers. Thank God the Oilers play. If you I, brought, I think there's a good uh, storyline there. What's his name? Will, Will Levis. Will Levis. I got him in my uh, fantasy roster for tonight. Is Titan. Kenny Pickett playing? Yeah, uh, yes, so. he's playing. Oh, disappointed. Why? He stinks he over sucks. Mitch Trubisky. <laughs> I don't know. I'd yeah, rather fair. just watch him run the ball with actually Najee Hines. Harris sucks too. Najee Harris sucks. Jalen Warren should be the guy there. Um, knee. I'm just 0% <laughs> excited for that football game. So I'm happy I'm going to the Oilers game tonight. Um, elsewhere around the NHL, a couple of interesting matchups. Rangers Canes should be a uh, pretty good game, but Leafs Bruins is probably the main appetizer for uh hockey fans tonight before the Oilers game. Yeah, that's a big one. That's a good little back-to-back Canes, Bru- oh, what was it? not Canes Bruins, Leafs Bruins, and then right into Oilers Dallas. Yeah. People were debating this in the Finning Cat YouTube chat. Okay. Do you okay. still consider the Dallas Stars a rival of the Oilers? Uh, no. It's the bad blood isn't there. Like, it's the, all the, play- like, none of the players are there. So, like, that's kind of, you don't have that connection to it. So, I would, no. Our rivals are Vegas, uh, always Calgary, LA, and LA. Ally. I agree, we're not rivals, but if Jake Ottinger ever put on an Eddie the Eagle helmet, all of those feelings would come right back. Hayden on Ed Belfour back in the day. Oh, yeah. Well, if I he were to wear that mask, I would. Juan would all and come I back. went to uh, well, a playoff game, and this is where you could buy bought our tickets at 7 Eleven. Uh, <laughs> stating ourselves. Um, and we got to the game, like we we're in our seats like an hour early. And the Balfour chants were starting then. Balfour, Balfour. It was it was awesome. That is cool. Yeah, yeah. And then I think that was the game Mike Comrie scored the winner or something, or a meaningful goal in that game. And we walked out of then Skyreach. I don't know, mm-hmm. Rexall. And we saw a guy in a Comrie jersey. Beating up a guy in a Medano jersey. <laughs> just straight. It was so poetic. Just straight stadium fighting. I know. Oh, we walked out of the oh, building and that's, oh. we walked right into the guy. I'm like, wow, that's awesome. 
Uh, people in the chat are ranking the Oilers' biggest rivals. Uh, someone's at Vegas, LA, and then the Flames. Like, yeah, like the Calgary yeah. went so up and down. Like that didn't like that. That wasn't really like a battle bird. I yeah. feel like when we had the Kachuk Cassian scenario going, like that's when it was like it, it can always get to that point. Though that's the yeah. thing with Calgary, it can always bubble up to that point. It just doesn't always happen anymore. Yeah, it didn't even have Rasmus Anderson in there either. There wasn't that. You know, right? Yeah, the guys that you want to, yeah, the guy that you hate. Yeah, because Cadre is so irrelevant now, mm-hmm. despite scoring. Yeah, he is. I thought it was going to be better, so I will uh, admit I was wrong with my takes on him going to Calgary. Uh, Lance says, "What made the Dallas rivalry so good is that they had double our payroll at the time." Oh, oh yeah, with the scrappy more. underdogs or more. Yeah, well, that, that was like we were the blue collar, like we were the blue collar, hard helmet, lunch pail to work guys, yeah. and we just went to work and we outworked them, didn't outskill them. Oilers are going to have to outwork them tonight, though. I mean, that's really been the one knock so far this season is the Oilers' inability to, to pull. We've been working. That's the thing. They put on those uniforms. They've, they, yeah. were, they were reminded what it looks like and what it takes to work. Mm-hmm. And then they went to work and whooped the flames. I know you're aware that the, the Daily Face-Off Survivor game presented by Wendy's is up and live on the site. Well, are you still alive? <laughs> I am. Oddly enough, because I picked Jason Robertson to get over 0.5 points. We went with the Colorado over, you know, for this show yesterday. And hey, you're still alive? We hit. We hit. I went so with Robertson. So I think we had 540 once the first contest has started. We're like 540 or 590 or something like that. There's like four something, like 140 people got right. knocked out on day one. 408 remaining. 408 remaining. It is a race because I think they're giving away a bunch of the um, barbecue the bacon cheeseburgers. Barbecue bacon cheeseburgers. So what are we nice. going with today? Well, let's flash up the options over from dailyfaceoff.com and Wendy's. I'll tell you uh, who I picked. Yeah, I already picked? picked it. Oh, I did Tim Stutzla over. Me uh, too. Uh, you guys are just going with the chalk. <laughs> Look at your bets, you two. How dare you accuse uh, me of going with the chalk? Yeah, just picking whatever the public says because you can't think for yourself. I <laughs> I picked like first of first, like one of the first picks of the day before the percentages were even there. I'm going with the Detroit Red Wings to go over 28 and a half shots on goal. They've been averaging over 30 and a half shots on goal so far this season. Every that game like chalk. And they're taking on the uh, Florida Panthers. Their underdogs should be throwing a lot of pucks towards Sergei Bobrovsky. So I'm going with the wings over 20 and a half shots. That Montreal one is intriguing to me. 15 and a half hits. That just does. That feels so low. I feel like there's a lot of hits in a hockey game. No, it's 15 and a half. Low. I don't even know like the numbers. Arbor Jackai. Depends yeah, who the stat like, guy is that night. Yeah, that's true. Game. That's a big thing. Hits Montreal, very... Montreal Canadiens averaging 20.3 hits per game. Yeah. Oh, I'll do that one. wow. Yeah, I'll take that. Yep. Thank right. you. I, I can't I already change made my, my pick. Card laid to card play, Jay. I, 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 well, that's what my heart said. It was, it, it uh, skipped a beat when I saw that one. If you're still alive in the Wendy's Survivor Pool, hit the like button on today's YouTube video because we're trying to get to 89. Uh, put some goodwill out there for Sam Gagne yes, and his return yes. tonight. And play the game. It's yeah. so easy to play. Yeah, you just make it's, it's a website. Takes two seconds. You click the link on the daily face off on dailyfaceoff.com. Yeah. Done. Um, also, whenever we bring up just something to table, maybe we'll talk about it in a meeting. Why did the why are the Oilers jerseys still orange on dailyfaceoff.com? Got to get that fixed up, right? They're also a little bit different too. Like if you get, can we get Dallas on as well? Dallas yeah, looks a, like the Dallas ones were different today. Yeah, yeah they, they look like different. real jerseys at some. That is a good, interesting observation. They haven't worn orange in a couple seasons. Yeah, but I look at it, it just seems right. I know. I never would have noticed if the chat didn't keep saying it. Mm. That is uh, noted. 
Well, you're, you're the you man can, who can make a difference. So well, that's why I wanted to bring it to you. Not really, but there's people here that can, yes. Uh, Oilers D pairings for tonight's hockey game is the last area I wanted to hit on with you, Jay. And I totally forgot to do it earlier because I had a whole thing. Oh, yep. They're going Nurse CC. They're going Kulak Broberg. Deharnay is the seventh. Ekholm Bouchard back as a regular pairing. I, after seeing the Oilers Halloween party... I just want them to run full-time Broberg oh. Ekholm. Look at him dressed up as Abba, Jay. They're like, best friends. That is just tugging on my heartstrings. I love Abba. Love Abba. And the fact that they did it, and then they're all both Swedish, like it, it was a no-brainer for them to do yeah. it. Ekholm they should be a pairing. Such a great idea. That's it's such so a good idea. They should be a pairing because, yeah, there's a lot of things I can say. I'm a little bit nervous about going right back to Boosh, getting 20-some minutes, but I do actually kind of have hope that Woodcroft's going to rotate a little bit more. And Bush had a good game at the BOA. So he's had a couple of good games in a row. Yeah, yes. credit. Yep. He's good against the Rangers, too. Yep. It was brutal against Minnesota. He was the sixth defenseman, I believe, against the Rangers, right? Played yep. 20 minutes, though. So. Yeah, that's mismanagement, but. <laughs> <laughs> Seven o'clock puck drop tonight between the Oilers and Stars, or whatever. 7 12 puck drop between the Oilers and Stars tonight. Pre-game in the boards. He's going to get going at six o'clock with myself Boom, see you there. and our boy Pat Puff. Also, a new episode of Real Life will drop this afternoon, and Gregor's live at two o'clock on the Na- or on the Oilers Nation YouTube, which means you could go Gregor right into pregame with Boardsy and not turn off the YouTube. And I'm going on Wanya's world today. And you're going on Wanya's <laughs> world. Let's today. go. There's a lot going on today. Busy content day. It's Busy. a game day. A Sherwood Ford Giant game day. Yeah. Feels good to be back. Shout out to our friends at Sherwood Ford the Giants and also Sherwood Power Sports and Marine. Brand new state of the art facility in the heart of Sherwood Park, across the road from Millennium Place. All black exterior, 91,000 liter test pool. Liam and I, originally, <laughs> the idea popped in my head. I was like, could we drink 91,000 liters of water by the end of the year? No. No. We could not. We'll you would die. <laughs> water poisoning. There's something like hyperhydrosis yep. is a thing. Oh, this what you missed. It was a whole thing. It was 10 <laughs> minutes of yesterday's show was on this. How can you would get, die. We're made of water. How do you get poisoned? Because there's a balance in your body of like where you need a certain amount of electrolytes. And when you have put that much water through, you drain them all out. But if I go to the bathroom, I'll be fine. You're, what? Like if I'm drinking, I'm like, oh, I have to go to the bathroom. Are you assuming you don't pee when you're drinking 91,000 liters of water? <laughs> I don't know. That's what Keep it all in there. to seem like. No, you're, <laughs> you're, you're flushing and flushing. I mean, peeing. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. You know, I guess how they're going. <laughs> Uh, you're flushing out all the electrolytes and you're throwing your body off balance. So you're just watering your blood and then boom, dead. There you go. Careful, everybody. Mix in a beer. <laughs> With some salt. Yeah. Uh, all right. That's a wrap on uh, today's show. Shout out to Shortford the Giant and Sherwood Power Sports and Marine, as well as Alberta Blue Cross, Wendy's, DoorDash, Star Mechanical, Betway, and of course, Sports Closet for the Sports Closet Studio. Everyone in the Fitting Cat YouTube chat, you were great today. Mm-hmm. And we are at exactly, oh, we shot up. We almost hit 100 likes. We hit 89, which means Gagne anytime goal score is an absolute lock. Yep. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back tomorrow to break it all down. 1201 Mountain Time. Chat with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com.